Damn. God, it's hot up here. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Cool. What's wrong? No, I've just I've just been literally out shopping. Run back. I'm running this heat. <clears throat> oh, it's not as bad there, is it? No, it's hot. It's hot. Oh, dear. I felt terrible earlier, I'm afraid. I wasn't sick. I just feel really sick. Mm. Anyway, all my functions are good. There was a terrific thunderstorm and lightning and a torrential rain about uh, five o'clock this morning. So we all had to have a big cuddle in the bed. We had that all last night and... Uh... Some imbecile left the um, skylight window open, so I was sleeping, and all I could hear was a waterfall going down the stairs. <laughs> um, I closed mine. Your uh, skylight window? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Well, I, I had it open because it was a hot night. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I closed it, and I, had, uh, I just had the rain... It was just nice listening to the rain. Sorry. Nice smell to it, too. Yeah, that nice <laughs> yeah I love that. I love that. And I, as I said, I didn't have to go out and do any watering this morning. Oh, God, I'm so knackered. Got another appointment with the doctor later after this. Oh, dear. I think that my sodium levels might be low. Should take some multivitamins. I don't know. We're going to take another blood test and see. Oh, feeling knackered. Apparently that's what it does to you. Sodium. Where can you get sodium from? It's water, isn't it? Water. Oh, no, no. Now one of the one of the things is that I've been uh, I haven't been drinking anything other than water for the last month or so. Okay. Is that bad and, for you? Uh, well, somebody said you need to keep hydrated, so I've been hydrating myself like mad, and I've given up coffee and tea and anything else really. Apparently, you can drink too much water. Are you having a low caffeine issue? Yeah, I switched to decaf, but I haven't been, oh, excuse me, drinking that anymore. But I'm, I'm getting these hot flushes. I'm having one now. Is that, is that what happens when you get a bit older, you get hot flushes? Well, only if you're a woman. Yeah. What's happening there? <laughs> Don't tell me I'm going to change sex at this age. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I feel absolutely crap. Mm. Well, I'm going to open my drink. What's your drink? Mine is water. I have a proper glass bottle of Coca-Cola here. Oh, no. Coca-Cola. That f you up completely. Original taste since 1886. Really? Oh, I'm just Surprised it lasts. I don't think long. it does. I don't think it tastes. I used to have Coke like all kids did back in the day when they came in those uh, glass bottles. And you thought you were very, uh, very grown up drinking Coca Cola. It's really nice. You know, a bit of ice and lemon in your Coca Cola. Oh, no, don't put lemon in that. What's the point of uh, having the perfectly brewed flavour and then going sticking <laughs> lemon in it? <laughs> anyway, it suddenly changed flavour. I don't think it's anywhere near as good. Oh, it changed flavour in the 90s, didn't it? It became Coke, and everyone complained, and they were pouring it down the drains in uh, disgust. Yeah, but what happened? Uh, that Coca-Cola reverted back to the original recipe and dropped the uh, Coke recipe. Everybody, what was the song? 
da-da-da with Coca-Cola. Can't remember. What was the song? I wasn't around then. Yeah, but you must remember the song. No, all I remember is uh, Santa Claus on the back of a lorry. Really? Why? That's all I remember of Coca-Cola. Holidays are Santa Claus. When did he go on the back of a lorry? Well, Santa Claus was invented by Coca-Cola. You know that, don't you? You're talking bollocks. Why? Listen, we're going to start this show. I mean, let's start it and talk about some of the serious subjects around. I'm trying to educate you. Santa Claus, as we know him, was invented by Coca-Cola. No, it wasn't. It was. Santa Claus put his red suit on. Santa Claus doesn't exist. Well, that's another subject, but uh, the Santa Claus that we all know as the character was invented by Coca-Cola. I'm dripping. Pardon? Uh, Yeah, but but I'm sorry, but Santa Claus didn't... Do you know I nearly got sacked from the BBC for saying that on a show once? What the Santa Claus was, invented? I was hauled into the uh, into the program director's office and said, "James, you can't do that. We have the BBC. It is our policy to uh, tell children, of course, that Santa Claus is real." I had a massive argument with the silly turd. Did you lose? Because no, I never lose. Um, I said, "How can you lie to children? Why would you do that?" In all the news bulletins, would be oh, and Santa's arriving here, and all that sort of thing. And I never, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm one of those kids who you've got to prove it to me. And, uh, and you know, telling me Santa Claus is just some bloke dressed up, usually your dad. Yeah, therefore, Santa Claus exists. Although mine, mine never did, but, yeah. You have to lie to kids. No, you don't. It's ridiculous. So if the, the child goes to the dentist and says, oh, I've got to have a feeling, Dad, what's it like? Am I supposed to go, well, it's bloody painful, I'll tell you. When that injection goes in for the first few seconds, oh, that's horrible. And then the drilling starts, and it sort of numbs it for a bit, but after a while it gets so deep that, oh, it shoots through you. I wouldn't go if I were you. Well, I've never had that problem with a dentist, and of course I wouldn't tell a young child, and I would probably say, now, you might uh, make you jump a little bit, but it'll be absolutely fine. And that's not lying. What you were doing was absolute lying. And you can't lie to, to you can't lie to anyone. It never works out well if you lie. So if you call yourself as a parent Santa Claus and you said Santa Claus will come once a year to deliver presents, yeah. that's not lying. Well, as long as they realise it's just a way of entertainment, you know, you somebody dresses up uh, in this particular costume every year because it's tradition. And uh, brings you presents. But we go on and say, oh, no, he really exists. He, he comes from the North Pole. I mean, that's just bollocks. And actually, I don't know many kids who believed it. They just actually, you know, we used to uh, we used to pretend, I suppose, just to sort of make our parents feel better. But I don't know anyone who believed it. They do up to about eight or nine. Well, those are only the funny ones, you know, that you should take the piss out of in class. So you're saying when Santa Claus enters your house... He should have something stitched to his clothing that says, for entertainment purposes only. Santa Claus doesn't exist. And Santa Claus doesn't enter your house. He he, he, he dresses up like that while you're in bed asleep. And if, if you live in a house that does this sort of ritual, and it's always your dad, sometimes your mum, uh, who dresses up. And then they get pissed in the evening after doing it on Christmas Eve and laugh about how funny it was. Then you come down later and you find them, you know, um, 
and you're quite shocked at what they're doing on the couch, but you get over that quite quickly. And they say, oh, no, he came and we had a sherry with him and he's gone. Right. Did that happen to you, did it? Is that why you're scarred? I'm not scarred. Okay. I knew from a very early age what my parents used to do. <laughs> I don't want to know what my parents used to do <laughs> while I was asleep. I actually I actually once was uh, rummaging through my dad's sock drawer because I needed a pair of socks. I didn't have any. And found uh, a box, not just a one packet, but a box of Durex. Right. So later in my life, I just used to borrow one. But he never knew he had loads in there. I'm sure he knew. I've never admitted that before. Maybe he did. Maybe he bought them for me, really. That's that's usually the case, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Nah, no, I don't think so. I was only about 13. Yeah, but that's what you do, isn't it? You're in the bathroom cupboard, you get a big pot, and you fill it with like 100 condoms, and you just uh, say that they're in the cupboard, help yourself, but you don't count them, do you? So it's obviously when they go down to like 60, you might notice never, the difference. Never, ever discussed sex with my mother or father. Never, ever. But I knew about it. Yeah, I had plenty of practice. Yeah, but I knew about it at school, didn't you? Well, actually, as it happens, I never had any formal sex education. Well, nor did I. I never had any sex education. And my mother and father never, ever discussed it. And then I came back at the age of 17 and said, my girlfriend's pregnant. My grandmother took me to the um, science museum, into the uh, section where they explained all the things. And she kept on turning me around and pushed me back in. And, yeah. and uh, obviously later on in life, I realized what was happening. That was, my, that was supposed to be my sort of, uh, this is how it works. Talk. Why? Do they tell you that at uh, the Science Museum? Yeah, they had sort of like um, the, the pictures of the baby in the womb and all that kind of stuff. I remember it quite that vividly. That puts you off sex, doesn't it, really? Yeah, that bit does, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't want to know about the baby bit afterwards, do you? No, 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 no. Anyway, listen, can we not do... This is supposed to be uh, uh, the James World podcast featuring Rob, who's really the producer and does all the hard work. Um, and, and we're just talking bollocks. Well, yeah, I suppose we are. You're breaking up a little bit as well. <clears throat> really, is that better? I think my, my I've got a grumbly voice as well at the moment. I think it's all part of not being so good. It dropped out a bit last night as well. Yeah, dropped out a little bit. Could be the I weather. Why? Oh, could be, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're very susceptible to thunderstorms where I live. Oh dear. Um, so uh, what what have we got to talk about? I suppose. Um, uh, volunteers in the UK, Brazil, and South Africa received their first doses of an experimental vaccine as part of a human trial run by Oxford University. Uh, well, there must be loads of those going on all over the world. Where's Cambridge University in all this? I don't know. It's a very good point. Where's Cambridge? Get in touch. Let us know. Um, Britain's to be allowed to take holidays as Air Bridges plan takes for form takes for form takes for form did you write that i think i just copied and pasted it from all the news stuff that was going around the internet well, what the hell does it mean uh, well i was hoping that you were going to educate us britain's to be allowed to take holidays as air bridges plan takes form mm. 
but this says for form. Yeah, you ignore that bit, but obviously it just take, you know, just the take form. What does it mean? Well, apparently we're going to be able to go to Spain and France and uh, a couple of other countries without having to go into isolation when we come back. <sighs> is, that, is that a good thing? I suppose it's good for the economy, isn't it? Yeah, and lots of people have, have holiday homes or second homes in Spain and France in this country. That's true. Yep. Portugal. And so they haven't been able to go there for a long time. Yeah, I'm not sure if Portugal is, uh, is doing this. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah. I nearly bought somewhere in Portugal a few years ago. It's not worth buying a second place abroad. It really isn't. I, I had one for nearly 20 years, and it was lovely, and I enjoyed every second of it. Um, but in the end, uh, with the approach of Brexit, um, I thought it's just going to make everything difficult. <sighs> what are why, are you, um, why are you leaving, Big? I'm moving back from the mic, sorry. You're, oh, I see. Okay, well, you're moving back, and I'm, I'm sighing. You're lying? Sighing. Oh, sighing? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just, I just sort of suddenly just took a... <sighs> I think it's the lack of air because actually it's got very, very humid here. It's not nice here. I'm up in the attic with uh, me dirty skylight window, but it's still hot. Yeah. Well, I told you to clean it before. Yes, I know, but that involves effort. You bring it in, you know, you just wind, turn it completely around. You know that. What if it rains? Well, you only do it when it's fair so you can clean it. Well, it might rain any minute, so I won't do it now. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, yeah, so uh, nobody seems to be taking any notice of, the, um, of the, the social distancing. Did you see there's a beach down here near me called Cromer Beach? And it was absolutely packed. And it's not got, it's, it's in, you know, it's quite far away from stuff. It's got uh, people who live quite near to the beach in really nice beach houses. Uh, but it's not designed for loads of people. Yesterday, thousands and thousands came down there. They should have just changed the sign slightly and said Corona Beach. Well, I suppose there's that. But um, uh, and why would people do that? When you see the signs of um, Bournemouth Beach and beaches, they were horrible. I mean, even if we hadn't got the pandemic, would you want to sit on a beach that crowded? I don't do sand. Uh, nor do I, really. It's horrible stuff. And it moves. If you ever look at the sand when you're on the beach, just stare at the sand. All the little grains just all sort of drop and move continually. It looks like there's things crawling around it. Oh, no. There probably is things crawling around it. Sand flies. Yeah, no, I, I haven't sat on the sand for years and years and years. I mean, I usually find a nice bar. Uh, with a nice patio where I can sit and have a drink and look out over the uh, sea. It's quite trendy to have sand in bars. Have you noticed that? No, I haven't, but I can't imagine why. I don't know. I just say, oh, but I've been in a few bars and there's been sand everywhere. Where? Well, actually, to be fair, the bars were near the beach, but uh, they put the sand in you the sure? bar. You sure it wasn't sawdust? No, no, it's definitely sand. Oh. Uh. I don't know. Well, that sounds really strange to me. Yeah, I don't know. You clean it. I suppose you'd sweep it out and get some fresh from the. Well, yeah, of course. Well, it certainly seems like it's time to uh, to have a little swim. As far as I'm concerned, um, we talked about um, Britons to be allowed to take holidays and air bridges just a minute ago, but quite frankly, if I see the disgusting behaviour on the beaches that we saw 
yesterday and apparently are seeing in some areas today. I mean, what sort of what sort of moron actually does that? I mean, even if the weather wasn't particularly nice, I mean, it, God, it, you wouldn't want to sit on a... What sort of person wants to sit on a beach with thousands and thousands of other people sitting around them? Yeah, I know you would, Rob, but what other sort of person? No, I, I don't do sand. I'll, I'll sit in the car uh, next to the... Uh, well, by the beach, yeah, yeah. In the car park. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going anywhere, so you can sit there on your own. I might go and catch some crabs. Um, and cinemas going to reopen as well. I don't think, I don't, I don't go to cinemas. I don't know if people still do, do they? I used to go at least once, if not twice a week. I won't be going again. Ever? I wouldn't say ever, but I'd probably say it'd probably be next year by the time I'd probably venture back out. Yeah. But if you get a big... TV. You imagine how much money these days you spend on going to the cinema. I've heard it's 20 quid a ticket. And now it's about £11 a ticket. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, if you've got a family of four, 40 quid. Yeah, about 40 quid, yeah. Well, imagine if you never go again, how much that's going to cost you. Buy yourself a decent TV. Yeah, but a decent telly's about £1,200 to £2,000, isn't it? Yeah. Well, a cinema ticket... I suppose it would be a cinema ticket for a year for one person is about £300 a year, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're a family of four, you'd be better off getting a really good TV. I've got a really good TV. My TV actually broke the other day. I took it apart and fixed it. Well, that's because you're clever. There'll be no gap. Is it an old TV or a new one? It's a very old TV. Uh, it's probably about 2000 and... When did Avatar come out? 2009? I don't know. It, How big is it? It's a 50-inch telly. It's one of the very oh. first 3D tellies. Well, I've got a 42-inch, and that's fine for me. I thought you had a bigger than 42. I thought you had a 48. Oh, maybe a 48. That's a 50, yeah. that's a 50 roughly, yeah. isn't it? Is it? I don't know. But it's one of these just looks like a pane of glass. It's very good. If you touch it gently, it'll become a 50. How does it do that? That's what I've been told. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, ah, oh dear, oh, dear. Um, we got some uh, mail or not? We have some mail, yeah. I should check it out. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, do you know, it's getting hotter and hotter where I am. You know when it gets so hot you feel the back of your neck all sort of going prickly and hot? Oh, I get that in um, shops, in uh, department stores, on escalators, yeah, like a hot flush. Mm. I seem to get it all the time. Um, okay, Mike L. sent us an email. He said, James, my late father always said, as you grow older, you move across the political spectrum from being very left-wing in your early life, uh, or in my early life, I find myself nodding and usually agreeing with him, James. Uh, this is a relaxed, often amusing podcast that drifts along generally in an amusing and entertaining way. 45 to 50 minutes ago. Oh, sorry, 45 to 50 minutes go very quickly. Well, that's very kind of you, Michael. But am I missing something there? Uh, you, you might have misread quite a bit of that, yeah. Did I? Let me do it again. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not 100%. My late father, Mike, hi. My late father always said, as you grow older, you move across the political spectrum. From being very left-wing in my early life, 
I find myself nodding and usually agreeing with you, James. Ah, yeah, I get it now. This is a relaxed and often amusing podcast that drifts along generally in an amusing and entertaining way. 45 to 50 minutes goes very quickly. Do you know, that's very kind of you, Mike. Um, I'm not sure we go that seriously about political stuff. I was thinking of talking about um, uh, Rebecca Long Bailey and whether or not uh, she should have been sacked. But actually, she's a member of the uh, Corbyn camp. And uh, if I was the new leader of uh, the Labour Party, I would have got rid of all of them, to be honest. But, uh, you know, what she said, lots of people say, well, it's not really. But, you know, I think it actually was just by just by the way she ran it along with something else. But anyway, here's here's the thing about Rebecca Long Bailey. I've never met her, never interviewed her. She doesn't talk to very many people unless you are extremely left wing. Um. I don't think you could take her seriously as a... I mean, she doesn't... I think part of it... Oh, what am I saying then? There's Boris. But part of being a prime minister, and you need to... And I think she just looks like a... She looks like a, a girl's school teacher. Is that is that sexist? I don't know. Well, it could be a boy's school teacher. No, I don't think so. Just a school teacher then. I can see her going in um, in front of the glass and saying, uh, right, stand up straight. Have you got your books with you? Now, open to page 13. Can you not see that? What's on page 13? I've no idea. I don't even know what the book, I was just acting. Oh, I see. Right, I'm with you. Yeah, I was just acting. I know what's on page 3 and I know what's on page 7 traditionally, but I don't know what's on page 13. Of what? Of whatever they're reading. Oh, I've just been looking at the news while um, we had a little technical fault, and uh, uh, there's been a tragic stabbing <clears throat> in Glasgow. Uh, some person's gone Dulali again, and I think three people have been killed, and a police officer seriously injured. Uh, but the bloke who's been doing the stabbing has now been shot dead by a policeman. Wow. Are we going to get very worried about that? There are going to be lots of civil rights people around going, police shouldn't have done this. I mean, he'd already stabbed a police officer. Well, it's gone mad. <clears throat> you know, good job too. I mean, uh, the chap was um, probably going to get off with a 15-year sentence looking at everything else that's going on. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, is this the time to lighten the mood? Oh, oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we haven't done your bit yet. No, let's do your bit. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, because I'm I'm knackered anyway. Okay. Oh, gosh. <sighs> Did I tell you I've been for my coronavirus test? No, you didn't tell me you've been for a, a coronavirus test. Well, I'm getting everything looked at. Did you pass? No. Oh, so you've got to reset it? No. Well, for one, it's... um. It, it didn't sort of show anything. It, it was inconclusive. Inconclusive. And I've, I've spoken to a lot of friends of mine who've turned up and had tests in those where you drive in. And uh, they said, oh, we've had the same. And one of them said, yeah, mine, I came back as a void. You must do it again. They obviously don't work very well then, do they? But I don't think so because I got there and I'm afraid, I and I didn't shout to begin with, 
but uh, they ring you on your phone so you don't um, open the car. Right. And uh, tell you what you have to do. Okay. Well, I could not understand a word of this guy who was talking to me. Was he talking through a mask going like this? Yeah, he was talking through a mask. Um, his uh, accent was incredibly strong. I couldn't even tell you what country he came from. And I had to keep saying, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Um, could you say that again? Okay. Oh, shut up. I could hear that he was getting more and more pissed off. Oh, dear. I'm just drinking a Barocca. What's that? It's a, a, a shot of vitamin C. Supposed to make you feel good. So anyway, uh, then you go around and, and various people talk to you. One guy, very good guy, who was um, uh, in his normal life, he was a breakdown driver. And he was doing this because um, he was uh, furloughed, so he thought he'd do this. And we had a long chat. And I could understand everything he said perfectly. And I said to him, I couldn't understand that the guy who takes all the, and gives you all the initial uh, uh, information, I could not understand a word. And he said, yeah, we've had quite a lot of complaints about that. I thought the people who would tell you what to do had to be medically trained. And they weren't soldiers either. I'm sure soldiers would have done a far better job. Anyway, uh, so then you stick this thing right down your throat till you're almost sick. Okay, mm -hmm. not not touching your tongue. Don't touch your tongue. You do your inside of your cheeks, right down to your tonsils and around there, not touching your tongue. Then it comes out, and you have to stick it as far up your nose as you can get it until it's really painful. And then twiddle it round there. <laughs> and then you have to keep doing it until the guy says that's okay. Uh, and then you have to put it in a little file, snap the end off, and give it back to them. You know? And then you have to toss the bag out the window, only open it a little bit, toss it out into a, into a bin. And there were hundreds of them there. Uh, I thought, you know, they got back the following day inconclusive. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. Well, no, none of us should, but uh, it just seems to me um, a bit of a worry. Anyway, go on, do your bit. It sounded like you went dogging. Shut up. <laughs> Mobile phone operator O2 has refunded mm. a number of customers for overcharging them, which is all very good, but uh, 15 years ago, apparently. Huh. Well, lots of things were different 15 years ago. Including interest. But is that mm. just interest put on the actual amount, or is that interest over the years? Because that might be quite a lot of money. It was an enormous amount of money, and they suddenly had to cut it right back. And they still seem to be very, <clears throat> sorry, very wealthy companies. Mm. Uh, Katie Hopkins had a lifetime ban off Twitter. Did you notice that? No. Why? Oh, she said uh, somebody, I think, um, threatened her sexually via Twitter. Yeah. And she said, I hope you're hung like a baboon. And obviously that's not the sort of thing you say in these sensitive times, so uh, Twitter banned her permanently. She is a, a f***ing idiot to be, um, uh, to not be too sort of uh, whatever about it. I mean, she really is. She says some appalling things. Appalling. But anyway, go on. Uh, well, she's moved over to a 
another app called Parler, which is like a rival to Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. And apparently there's a massive uh, Twexit going on at the moment. A what? Twexit. What's that? Where people are leaving Twitter to go to this new app called Parler. Right. <clears throat> so, Why would they do that? Uh, freedom of speech, Ow. I think. Ooh. Freedom of speech, Sorry. I think. I, I wouldn't give some of the moronic idiots on, on Twitter. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but some of the things some of these wankers come out with is it's quite funny. I wish we didn't live in such a politically correct time. I'd read lots more out on the air on my talk radio show. So uh, if you want a, a parlour account, now's the time to get one because obviously everyone's jumping ship, possibly, not really. No, stay with me. I'm on Twitter. I'm not going anywhere. Don't you want to just register your name so no one else nicks No, it? I don't. Well, you could do that for me if you want. Okay. Apple are making new computers using their own processors. <clears throat> Did they not before? No, they use third-party processors like uh, Intel, oh. uh, which is uh, a big thing. And the new OS is going to be a bit like um, a bit like the iPad. And in fact, you can run iPhone and iPad apps on your Mac with the new operating system, which is called mm. Big Sur. Do you think I need one of those? No, because everything that you've got now won't work on it. Oh, okay. On a new Mac. Yeah, I know, yeah, I couldn't redo it. No, you'd have to uh, you'd have to rebuy a second-hand Mac to continue with the way you are. Oh, well, I'm. What you mean now? I have to. Well, no, I'm not now. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, um, but if it, no. if it broke down, you wouldn't go out and buy a new Mac because you wouldn't be able to do the things that you want to do. You'd have to get an older one. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm quite happy with this one. It's, it's served you oh. quite well. How old is this one? Oh, it's got to be at least six years old. Oh. Well, it's all right. In fact, I even do my radio show through it. Y you do. Mm. You do. Um, what else has happened this week? Oh, lots of cyber attacks going on at the moment. Record-breaking cyber attacks. Why? You mean, you mean from um, foreign countries trying to uh, well, wind I, us up? I, I believe so. Re Record-breaking. Um, Amazon um, stopped a mm. load. Uh, Australia got uh, attacked quite a bit. Who do you think's doing it? Oh, I don't know. I would imagine that um, it's uh, a body part just below your thighs, above your feet, and put the word chai in front of it. Wanker. <laughs> How did you get that? I don't know. What's, uh, what, what body part? What, what body part's below your thigh and above your, really? uh, above your feet? Knee. Yeah. Put the word chai in front of it. Chiny? That, that'll do. That's close enough without getting us in trouble. Never mind. Okay, go on. Uh, movies. Movies, yeah. I saw a movie called Freaks last night. It's quite good. It's, um, it's about two sort of types of human living on the planet Earth, some with special powers and others without. Oh. And it's called Freaks? Yeah, it's, it's very good. Okay. Well, I watched um, the other night. I was only only going to watch half because it's two and a half hours long. But I couldn't stop watching it. And that is, uh, um, oh, God, what's it called? Five, five to, oh. It's a new Spike Lee movie. And it's, uh, it's about five African-American guys, all old and, you know, very hip, who served in Vietnam. And they go back for some hidden treasure. Yeah, what is it called? The Five Bloods. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. Brilliant f***ing movie. I shall give that a watch over the weekend. 
Have you not seen it? No, I it's a li- little bit gruesome in, in a couple of parts, but it all it all fits in. You know, it's not it's not grotesque for the sake of it. Did you watch that uh, Salisbury poisoning thing that was on BBC? No, I did. That's probably about the first thing I've watched on BBC for months. It was all right, actually. Yeah, but you sort of knew the ending, though. Yeah, I know. They sort of spoiled it by giving the uh, the plot away a few yeah. years. Well, ago. they've not caught anybody, and they probably never will. I didn't they have the uh, the people that they thought were responsible on video saying it wasn't us, we're just tourists. Yeah, but they're back in um, in Moscow, aren't they? Yeah, and then they, then somebody uncovered some military pictures with them in. Yeah, I yeah. also tried out uh, Afterlife. It's good. I got I got to episode three and I thought mm, it's a bit dry. Really? Mm. Oh, I thought it was absolutely amazing. Except for the guy playing the um, playing the shrink. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean with that. It's um, yeah, pointless. That didn't sort of work for me. No, no. So it's uh, it's five bloods and mm. um, freaks. freaks. Yeah, those are the ones okay. to watch over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, very good, good. Well, I'm talking on my show to, tonight to Caroline Frost, who's a movie. Uh, critic, and I'm going to tell her about that. And freak, I'll tell her about freaks. Because hmm. I can, you know, how it is you watch loads of movies or TV, and I can never remember what I watched that I quite liked. I've run out of movies on uh, Netflix. I'm finding that uh, I'm having to wait for stuff to come out now. Oh, that's interesting. Um, hang on, I've got a look. I've just had an email in. Have you? Well, yeah. Um, I do sometimes get them. Uh, People's energy are not chasing me anymore. That's good. The energy companies aren't allowed to chase you anyway at the moment. No. Sent this by a journalist on a quality Sunday newspaper, another lone wolf and clean skin who has self-radicalized a lockdown. Uh, It's all mad. It's all mad. It's all mad. Um, Okay. So, uh, so, uh, any other movies? Should we move on? We should move on. Do some jokes. We've got some jokes. Yeah, I know. I was just looking at this. Um, this is James Armitage. He sent some. He sent a few in, hasn't he? He, he sent one in sure. the last podcast we didn't. I was going to say last week, but we didn't do one last week. No. Um, okay, James Armitage and uh, his joke. A, a family is at the dinner table. Uh, the son asks the father, Dad, how many kinds of boobs are there? And the father, surprised, answers. Well, son, a woman goes through three phases. In her 20s, a woman's breasts are like melons, round and firm. In her 30s and 40s, they're like pears, still nice, hanging a bit. And after 50, they are like onions. Onions, the son asks. You see them, and they make you cry. That is terrible. <laughs> this infuriated uh, wife and daughter. Uh, the daughter asked, Mum, how many different kinds of willies are there? The mother smiles and says, Well, dear, a man goes through three phases in his life. In the 20s, his willy is like an oak tree, mighty and hard. In his 30s and 40s, It's like a birch, flexible but reliable. After his fifties, it's like a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree, the daughter asks. Yes, dead from the root up, 
and the balls are just for decoration. Well, I'm over 50, and that's just annoyed me. <laughs> do oh, stop laughing. Do yours sparkle? No, they don't. Uh, Sharon Peters, sir, she sent one in too. A gynecologist noticed that a new patient is nervous. While putting on the latex gloves, he asks her if she knows how they make latex gloves. The patient says no. The doctor says there is a plant in Mexico full of latex that people of various hand sizes dip their hands into and let them dry. She does not crack a smile, but later she laughs. The doctor says, what's so funny? She says, I'm imagining how they make condoms. <laughs> that is fun. I think that's funny. Um, got another one here, Andy Hunt. Uh, give it to me, give it to me, she yelled. I'm so wet, give it to me now. She could scream all she wanted to. I was keeping the umbrella. <laughs> oh, dear, that is unfun uh, funny. Uh, shall we do questions? Yeah, why not? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I've not been feeling well for the last few weeks, as you know. Mm. Uh, but I'm hoping they're going to find out what's wrong with me before long. You're supposed to say something amusing there. I, I dare not. No? No. Huh. I'm fearing for the uh, the future of the podcast if I say anything out of turn. <laughs> and quite rightly, too. But I'm not my usual self at the moment, so I might not t send the uh, the Mickey Mouse car up. Well, you can still order the Mickey Mouse car. You don't have yeah, to I get up for I that, could. do you? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go and have a little lie down and a nap before I uh, I do my show tonight on Talk Radio. So go on, let's do the questions. Okay, James Reed asks, what life lesson did you learn the hard way? Don't rely on all the people who tell you you can rely on me. Because when it comes right down to it, there are very few people in life you meet who you can rely on. Rely on yourself and make sure what you think needs to be done is done. You can rely on me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of reliable, like a, a scruffy dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, if you want to get somewhere in life... I have met so many people who 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 will come up to how, how how have you been on the radio song? How did you do this? How did you do that? Uh, and I just wanted to do it, so I pursued that thought of I wanted to do it. And people, lots of people, just get put off at the first two or three rejections. I spent as a kid, I spent years trying to get on Radio One, when it was good. Well, Radio One used to be good. Yeah, but I never did. I was always too young. And then commercial radio started, and they were desperate to find people. Um, so I got on, and then I got on, and then I decided to prove myself. I got stuck on a late-night show playing soft music through the night. And uh, I think it was called Through the Night on Metro. Anyway, um, and I was bored, and I said, I think I'm going to take some phone calls, because nobody really did phone-ins in those days. The BBC did a few, but nobody really did anything interesting. And I'd seen a few movies of American uh, DJs who didn't really play very much music, but took phone calls and chatted to their 
co-host. They always had a co-host. Um, you know, people like Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, that is absolutely great. That's what I want to do. So I started doing it. No, When I started doing it in the 70s, nobody did it. You're like the British Howard Stern. No, I'm not. I'm too nice. But you wouldn't get away with it here, funnily enough. Oh, no, no. Not the, not the sort of stuff you see on the internet now, no. And I'm certainly not going to have pictures of me naked in the studio taken. <laughs> he does that quite but a lot. But I'm, I'm at the oak tree. So I'm not at the oak tree. What am I? The birch. Yeah, no, no, I'm past that. Uh, bamboo. Don't you remember the joke? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm, yeah, you're, you're at the, um, what, what wood are you? Well, I'm over 50, aren't I? So you're at the Christmas tree? What about an artificial Christmas tree? After 50, it's like a Christmas tree. Yeah. So I don't really understand that, to be honest. But anyway, right. Uh, Rob James, do vegans open spam emails? <laughs> Very good. No, I don't think so. You shouldn't open spam emails if you're uh, no. even a meat eater. No. Um, this one, I'm a bit confused about this one. We'll have to try and guess what this is about. Uh, Michael Crook, have you joined the AHA? AHA. Um, how did you say H? AHA. No, you said AHA. H, not H. Well, I could say a huh No, what is it? A-H-A. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Is it something real or not? Um, all hairy or... Well, you don't know and I don't know. So that's the first time we've ever been beaten. So well done. Yeah, well, that's not really fair, though. I mean, that's like Why? me saying to you, have you joined the ZBW? Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, well, in that case, fuck off. We don't know. Is a void question. Yeah. You'll have to redo the question. Yeah. Dean Nicholson, do you think they'll find a vaccine for COVID-19 this year? No. I don't think they will. Um, they may never find one. It'll be a, a disease we learn to live with. And lots of people will build up a, an immunity to it. And so it will never, hopefully, never be taken the way it has been this time round. I'm sure it'd be COVID 20, 21, 22, and so on, wouldn't it, in theory? Um, yeah, could be. Could be. They might be able to get rid of it completely. You never know. If we stop going to the beach. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if there is a spike. Change all the sand to pebbles. Good idea. Very good idea. And then we could use the sand for building houses. Stuart Condon. Condon. C-O-N-D-O-N. Condon. Oh, yeah, Condon. Condon, I mean, not yeah. Condon. Yeah. With Amazon uh, owner Bezos looking to become the first world trillionaire, should there be a limit on how much someone's wealth can accumulate? No, uh, as long as they use that wealth, because nobody needs that much money, as long as they use that to help other people um, in some way, I think it's fine. Earn as much as you can um, and, and make sure that your staff are treated well and, and paid perhaps a little more than some companies who don't do so well. In theory, the more you earn, the more tax you pay. Well, that's right. That is right. But, you know, I think nobody should be discouraged from doing the best they can. Uh, Steve Lewis, 
Is it about time cyclists get number plates so we can report them for riding dangerously? Oh, here we go. I've been saying that for years and years and years, and it falls on deaf ears, but I think it's going to begin to be taken seriously when the amount of people who cycle in our big cities um, will become a complete and utter disaster. Have you seen what they're doing to uh, London? They're changing everything. Yeah, of course I have. Well, you've not been in, have you? Well, no, but I mean, it's all been changed for some time. Cycling everywhere. Mm. It's a nuisance. So when you're going to go out for your uh, theatre shows in the West End, we're all going to have to bike. You're going to have to pay 15 quid just to, uh, to come into the capital. You're going to have to pay at least 40 quid to park. And then you're going to have to pay however much the theatre tickets are. So I don't think many people are going to have much money to go to restaurants afterwards. This is totally, totally stupid. And Sadiq Khan, who is the mayor of London, needs a good talking to. Isn't there someone going up against him that wants to uh, remove the congestion charge or at least put it back to how it was? Yeah, Sam Bailey. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Do you think he's got much luck? Well, yeah, the Conservative Party are backing him as their uh, candidate. Yeah. Can you get on with it? Because I'm not feeling very good. Right. Well, I, well, we'll call it a day then. Well, let's call it Friday. We don't want to feel it. We don't want to finish the pout like this, do we? I'm just feeling a bit. Oh, I'll tell you what you can do. I need a. What? I need an answer phone message from a shop. Why don't, why, don't you, why don't you use this time to record one for me? What's the? Well, I just want to get out and be sick. But what? What do you want me to do? Well, you do. I realize the shop's called the Computer MOT Center. Right. I'm so sorry. The computer MOT, what's it called? Center. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. The MOT Computer Center is now closed. But if you would like to leave a message, one of our assistants will get back to you as soon as possible. Well, what? Well, well, that'll do, I suppose. And, uh, People We're not paying for it, so no, why? Well, okay, well, so if I was paying for it, what would it sound like? Thank you for calling the computer service of oh, me. I can't remember the name. What's it called? Computer MOT Center. Hello there. Thank you for calling the computer MOT Center. I'm sorry, none of our client... Oh, fucking hell. And if I paid a little bit more? Hello. Welcome to the MOT Computer Centre. All our business... Oh, fucking hell. Um, I'm making this up as I go along. I'm perspiring like... Anyway, here we go. If I drop dead tomorrow, you making me do this, you're going to feel a real cunt, aren't you? Hello. I'm... So Hello. I'm sorry. The Computer MOT Centre is currently very busy. So if you'd like to leave your name, number... And any other contact details, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you for calling the MOT Computer Centre. We're always here to help you with any problems you have. I'm sure I could do something with that one. Oh,
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.